What's up, people? I'm Josh, and welcome to the first episode of the Behind the Back podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about my conference finals predictions, as well as draft lottery reactions, and maybe taking a first guess at who teams will take in the lottery. At the time of recording this, the Warriors have just taken a 1-0 lead over the Trailblazers. Personally, I can't see this series going more than five games. Uh, I just think the Warriors have too much for the Trailblazers, especially since they arguably knocked out Houston with such ease without Kevin Durant. And if Kevin Durant returns for the um, series in Portland, I can't see them doing much. Uh, However, in this game, uh, the Trailblazers weren't efficient at all. As a team, only shooting 36% from the field to the Warriors' 50 and 25 from three-point land to the Warriors' impressive 51.5. I think um, CJ and Dame need to uh, have 60 points each game just to even you know get close to winning a game. And really, we're going to have to see some Dame Lillard that we, that we saw during the first round during, uh, against the Thunder. He hasn't had his shot right now, and I think shooter's going to shoot. So, I mean, hopefully he can return. But honestly, I don't see this series going anywhere. I think um, the defense of Iguodala and Thompson will be too much for Clay and, oh, not Clay, uh, Dame and CJ. Yeah, Warriors in five. For the Eastern Conference Finals, as a Raptors fan, I feel quite passionate about this series. I think at, I'm going to go Raptors in seven. However, being the straight shooter I am, the Bucks definitely have a better team. I I don't know what the Raptors are going to do in terms of matchups on Giannis. You just got to keep in front of him and box out. But honestly. If Middleton goes on the kind of um, offensive spurts he was in um, the Celtic series, and the Raptors don't play well, plays like they were against Philly, I can't see the Raptors winning. I think um, in terms of production, Kawhi Leonard—it's been absolutely great. That game winner was insane, by the way. Four bounces or whatever, crazy, but going to need to see better offensive production from Kyle Lowry. I think um, he has the potential to be a 14.8 assist kind of guy. And I think if he is that, while playing good defense, drawing charges, getting like steals, getting cheeky offensive rebounds, he's going to have to, he's going to have to run Bledsoe around as well. Um, I'd like to see a bit more kind of Production from Siakam, I know he got that that injury, which was actually a bit of karma after trying to trip and bead. But um, he did, played super well at like, the end of the, the regular season and in the Orlando series. If he can remain at that kind of semi-efficient 22-per-game scorer um, while also grabbing rebounds like offensively, that'd be nice to see. Mark Gasol, I'm not really sure Mark Gasol has a place in terms of matchups. I'd like to maybe see him kind of lurk in the paint, 
when Giannis is there, just because um, I doubt Giannis will be able to muscle through past him. But in my opinion, I think that the Raptors should start Serge and have Mark Gasol off the bench. Serge Ibaka is um, athletic, and meaning his matchup will be Brook Lopez, and I feel like Serge can um, can like get out to Lopez when he like shoots those deep threes. As well as this, um, Serge will also be able to like kind of get back into the paint when Giannis drives, and maybe provide like be a bit of a help defender onto him. In terms of um, bench production for both teams, I would like to see, um, as a Raptors fan, I'd like to see much more out of Fred Van Vliet. I know he has the potential to be a, like, a knockdown shooter. It just wasn't shown during the Philly series. As well as this um, Norm Powell, um, he's super bouncy, like has a good three-point stroke. He should be getting more points. Um, if Mark Gasol was to come off the bench... I would really rate his playmaking and he's kind of, cause he kind of stands at the the top of the three point line. And I feel like his playmaking will help like create spacing for um, steady Freddie and Norm Um the box bench. Pat Connaughton has been really good. Um, I didn't really watch much of the, the box Celtic series. However, um, I did particularly notice his energy when rebounding. If Norm Powell could like, kind of be like a Pat Connaughton. It'd be nice to see. Um, I think they might bring Brogdon off the bench. And, well, I think he made the 50-40-90 the club and he's going to be a very good piece to come off the bench. But hopefully he might not be ready. Uh, George Hill. George Hill has been really good recently, especially in that Boston series. I think he averaged like 15 points per game, shooting 60-odd percent which is pretty insane. Hopefully um, the Raptors can kind of nullify his impact. Otherwise, it might be a big deal. Uh, OG Ananobi, I'm not sure about um, whether he's back. He's had a rough year, but um, I'd like to see him back. His length and kind of body off the bench would be nice to see. But, yeah, as a whole, right now, the series is 0-0. I'm going to estimate Raptors in seven. I reckon they might take one of the first two games and then have home court from there. No, no, no. I think they're going to take the last game. But yeah, uh, I think dealing with Giannis is a very key issue. So the draft lottery happened today. Um... For those of you who don't know, I'm just going to quickly go through the picks. So from 1 to 14, we've got the Pels, Grizzlies, Knicks, Lakers, Cavs, Suns, Bulls, Hawks, Wizards, Hawks again. I would assume that's the Atlanta pick. T-Wolves, Hornets, Heat, and then Celtics via Sacramento. Uh, so um, first of all, Insanity that um, it looks like Zion is going to the Pelicans. Um, that's who I guess they would take. I can't imagine them taking anyone else. Zion appears to be a generational talent. However, looking at his stats from college, I can't imagine in his first season he'll make a bigger impact than Julius Randle did in the um, in a Pelicans jersey. 
Uh, so Randall averaged 21.5 points, 9 rebounds, and 3 assists on 52% from the field. Um, he, Him being a similar build, I think he's a bit taller and a bit skinnier than Zion. I can't imagine Zion doing much more. Uh, Randall's a better shooter, and that is clear through um, his 3 throw percentage which is 73 compared to Zion's 64, as well as this, Randall um, managed to shoot uh, 35 or 34% from three. Uh, I don't have Zion's three-point um, percentage, but he did shoot 68% from the field. I can't imagine Zion shooting threes much in the, in the NBA, especially in his first season. So um, he may shoot better from two-point percentage. Well, he may sh- shoot better from two. So Randall shot 56%. I can imagine Zion possibly being up in the 60s. Uh, in terms of rebounding, I think they're going to have similar effects. Assists, very similar. In terms of the defense, I can't – Zion averaged like two-and-a-half steals per game – I can't imagine that remain the same, especially since um, if you watch him play, most of his steals come from like him trying to pick off um, bad passes. And I can imagine they'll try and get that out of him because he leaves his man, and if he misses that pass, that's a bucket for the other team. Blocks may increase because Randall only averaged 0.6 blocks per game. Zion's um, a bit more athletic. And we'll probably be able to contest and block more shots. But yeah, apart from that, I think Zion will be a good pickup for the the um for the Pelicans. I can't imagine um them re-signing Randall. So it'd be good to see Randall move on. I'd really like to see him in Brooklyn personally. I reckon he'd be a great fit there. But um the twin towers, one might say, of um AD and Zion looks quite scary. Uh, okay, so on to the second pick. It's given to the Grizzlies. And um, while John Moran, according to ESPN, is projected to go second, I can imagine um, RJ Barrett going to the Grizzlies. I think um, having like a pure scorer as opposed to more of an assist guy would be great. I can see the or I can see the the Conley kind of Barrett Jackson Jr. trio being super effective for the Grizzlies, especially since and I can't see John Morant going to the Grizzlies just because they've already got that playmaker in Conley. But a pure scorer would be great. I reckon um the Grizzlies were lucky there. And then to the Knicks, and so the Knicks were the third pick. Well, they do have Dennis Smith Jr. And we could see from the the whole Mavericks fiasco that he wanted to be a um he wanted to be like the primary ball handler. I can see them taking John Morant. Watching John Morant um in the NCAA tournament, well, he was insane. He was super athletic. He um had playmaking things, and as the primary ball handler, while his turnovers were a bit bit like large, well. I think he averaged like four turnovers a game. I can imagine him trying to cut that down. And yeah, basically, I'm not going to say leading the Knicks to glory, but depending on the kind of free agents the Knicks are planning to bring in, 
I can maybe see Jimmy Butler going there at the end of this season. So Jimmy Butler, John Morant. The Knicks will still probably be a lottery team because it's the Knicks. But yeah, um, I reckon it's looking all right. With pick four um, for the Lakers, I honestly don't know who they take. I think they would want to take um, the most kind of developed prospect. So um, you're kind of looking at DeAndre Hunter. But with DeAndre Hunter, I think um, they have quite a bit of um, depth in that position in terms of, like, wings. So maybe they take Garland. Maybe they take Culver. I think Culver will be a nice fit in that shooting guard for the Lakers. But as well as that, I think they do lack a big man. And I doubt they would take a big man because um they usually take a couple years to develop. But Jackson Hayes from Texas would also be nice to see. Um, I originally thought um, with the 11th pick <laughs> that the Lakers would maybe like take a bowl bowl. But I guess um, the lottery odds have um, maybe got them a much better prospect. Uh, so just quickly down the lottery, you got Cavs. Um, they're kind of looking for a just down out scorer. Maybe not someone point guard because they've got Sexton. Um, you, you're kind of looking at your... Your Culvers, Kobe White, Romeo Langford. Um, then you've got the Bulls. I think the Bulls, Garland would be a great fit. I don't know if he'd fall to seven for the Bulls, but I think Garland would be really good at the Bulls. Uh, then you've got the Hawks, who have eight and ten. I think um, with Trey Young and um, John Collins already, I think they would could do with a nice like a nice center. So you're kind of looking at Bowl Bowl. Jackson Hayes, and then I think they could also do with um, maybe a small forward because um, I, I do really rate Kevin Herder, and um, so at small forward, in terms of developed players, you're looking at um, Cam Johnson from UNC. I'd also like to see them maybe have a look at um, Naz Little. I know he wasn't fantastic, but um, he definitely has the, the physical tools to um, compete in the NBA. Uh so some notable mentions, um, like draft prospects that I rate that aren't necessarily projected in the lottery, are um, I really like the look of um, Rui Hachimura from uh, Gonzaga. I think um, he's super athletic. Oh man, and yeah, uh, I also like Matthias Thibel, and um, in the second round, like late in the second round. Lucas Samanik, I think, is an interesting one. He kind of reminds me of Chris Dapps. Um, he's, if you watch some of his highlights, it looks really good. I think he's, he's what, 6'10 and can shoot. He's looking nice on those dunks as well. But, yeah, 